Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Freshen Up Energy. Listen, y'all know I'm a busy guy, and sometimes I need a bit of a boost, which is why I turn to Freshen Up Energy. With 100 milligrams of caffeine derived from coffee beans, vitamins B, C, and D, and zero sugar, Freshen Up has become my new go-to for getting things done. But hey, if you're new and want to try it yourself before getting a 30-serving dub, get yourself the four-star tube set with flavors such as blue raspberry, cherry blossom, more cherry, and freedom berry to see which one you like the most. With 15 flavors now and more on the way, I'm sure you'll find the one you love soon. And don't forget to use promo code PLUMES10 at checkout to save 10% of your order. And hey, if we get enough out there, maybe we'll even see a Plumes-themed flavor in the near future. Thinking something like Over the Moon for the name. But that promo code again is PLUMES10, and thank you to Freshen Up Energy for helping me bring this show to you. Without further ado, let's begin the episode. Welcome to Bloomscast. My name is Seth, aka Phantasmal Blooms. I'm coming to your brew recorder from the Observatorium. As always, I thank you for tuning in today. Now, before I get started in here today, first and foremost, I want to ask, how is your 2024 going for you thus far? I know that's a really early question to ask. We're only about, you're probably thinking, Seth, we're only about three weeks into 2024. Oh, how the fuck can you ask that? And I don't know why you sound like Mickey Mouse, but... <laughs> Genuinely speaking, I'm curious, you know, we've already talked about setting goals and setting resolutions and trying to map out the things you need to do to make yourself in this year the best it can be. But I know a lot of you out there might still be struggling with that. And I get it. It's a hard question to figure out because really there's so many things that we can attack We can go through and learn new languages. We can save more money. We can read more books. We could invest more into our hobbies. So on and so forth. But you end up getting this, you know, decision paralysis. Analysis paralysis is more akin to the right term. Where you have all these options, but you can't decide on one and you just end up freezing up. And so I just want to give you a second here. To everybody who's out there who's still struggling to figure out what they need to do. Or hey, maybe to the people who figured it out but have already kind of tripped up a little bit. You know, say for example you wanted to start losing weight. You said you were going to go to the gym. And you haven't gone to the gym yet this year. You know, you went out. You bought a bunch of gym equipment. You you bought some new gym clothes that fit you better than the old ones. And you're like, I'm going to do this. And you haven't done it. That's okay. Like, I want to reassure you right now. We Even though we are just three weeks into 2024, that's also a good thing, too. You know, we are just three weeks into 2024, which means you still have plenty of time to make 2024 the best it can be. And make yourself the best you can be. You know, there's a great saying that the best time to start a project is yesterday. The second best time is today. Don't allow yourself to stop And, you know, keep yourself from achieving just because you were like, oh, I should have started this already, and I haven't, and now I've lost time. You know, time, time in itself, is such an interesting concept. Because, really, when we think about it, there is no way in hell we will have time for everything. It's like playing a video game. You know, when you go through, and I'm thinking of this because recently on my Twitch channel, which you can find at Phantasma Blooms, uh, I just recently beat Lies of P. And in that, there are decisions that you make while playing the game. The big core mechanic of the game is whether or not you tell the truth and act more robotic or puppet-like, or you lie, which is, you know, a human trait. And based on the, you know, truths and lies that you told throughout the game, you get one of the different endings. You know, and in that, though, life is very much the same. You can't experience 
all three endings in the single playthrough. You have to go through multiple runs to see everything that the game can show you. Just like in life, you have to make decisions to, you know, go down a certain path. And unfortunately, in making those decisions, you ixay some of the things that you wanted to do. You know, maybe you decide, hey, I want to go deeper into my job and focus more on my career. And in five years' time, you know, at the end of your playthrough, quote-unquote, of your career arc, you are at the C-level of your company. You're standing high and proud, but hey, maybe you missed out on, you know, building friendships that you could have had if you focused on your social life. Or, you know, maybe even getting into a relationship. Depending on the choices and all that you make. And unfortunately, when we all sit here and we're like, oh, I have so many things I want to do, you know, you have to understand, first and foremost, that you don't have time for everything. And that's not an excuse not to go out and try your best regardless. I'm going to be real with y'all. All that, in part, has come from me getting more into reading these past couple of weeks. Because that was one of my big resolutions. I wanted to read more. Unfortunately, I don't have the books in front of me, so I don't want to botch the names and give you something that's not correct. You know, I could g describe the like covers for you, but that wouldn't be right. So, remind me, and actually, probably when I finish these books, I'll talk about them more in depth like I did with um, Different After You by Marissa Hernandez. I know the last name's Hernandez. <laughs> like, I'm still working on my memory. You know, I'm still using Elevate. But the reason why I'm starting with all this and talking about, you know, my reading and all is because I wanted to give you an example of, hey, how things are going on my end. You know, and how in part, by starting on certain things that I'm trying to improve on, I then became better prepared for today's conversation, one of which that one of the longtime supporters of the show, Mahoro, came up and recommended. But if you remember, in previous podcast episodes, I talked about how I wanted to be more aware of myself and be kinder to myself, because if there is one critic that is kicking my ass 99% of the time, it's me. And if it ain't me, it's because I'm asleep. <laughs> you know? It's like that one meme. It's like, if she has 1,000 fans, I'm one of them. If she has 100 fans, I'm one of them. If she has 10 fans, I'm one of them. If she has one fan, it's me. If she has no fans, I'm dead. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, all of those for me, except I'm asleep. <laughs> I'm still alive and kicking as far as I'm aware. But anyway... You know, I told myself straight out that I wanted to be more, you know, open with myself and be more permissible about my hobbies and, you know, to go deeper than just the surface level of my thoughts at times and really just get a full understanding of myself in the present Rather than trying to, you know, answer questions that are five years down the line. And in doing so, I've built out two pages on my Notion. Which I will be more than happy to release if anybody's interested in them. I will put make them publicly available. But all you gotta do, or just email me at, you know, phantasmaplume, or excuse me, plumescast at gmail.com. I almost gave you my business email, but <laughs> which should be obvious. But anyway, uh, I made two templates in my notion. There's one for week, like week ahead. And there's one for a 10 minute journal in those. I have started to plan out my weeks on Sunday and I spend 10 minutes every single day, you know, reviewing a couple of things. One of the things that helps me the most nowadays is in those questions that I ask myself. So, for example, in my weekly goals, I ask, you know, what are my main goals for this week? What is something, like, what are my priorities? And then at the end of the week, I turn back around and I say, okay, what did I learn this week? And more importantly, what's something that, you know, like, how do I review this week? And then 
as I'm doing my daily to-dos, because I have a repeating list of things that I'm trying to keep track on and, you know, improve, I have something in there that says, what am I most looking forward to about this week? Now, I'm going to be honest with you, and, you know, (laughs) this is a little embarrassing, but of the two that I've completed thus far, and I'm working on the third one now, a lot of it has been talking about the Fox wife, just because, you know, she makes me happy. And it's embarrassing because like the first one I did, I'm like, oh my God, it was so weird, you know, being by myself for, you know, X amount of days. And it made me realize like, hey, I've, you know, I've grown a lot since when I was first by myself. I've, you know, become much more responsible, much more mature but at the same time, holy fuck, <laughs> you know? like when given access to anything and everything I'd want to do, I was just like, huh. <laughs> and I let analysis paralysis stop me from, you know, doing something silly. Like I made the joke. I'm like, yeah, no, you're going, you're going out to California. I'm going to go to uh, our favorite bookstore, Kino Kunia, and I'm going to buy a bunch of manga and I'm going to read it without you. And I didn't do it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this shit. I work, like, literally, I work within five miles of this place. I pass by, I I technically pass by this place every single day. And I was just like, yeah, nah, I ain't doing it. (laughs) I'm tired. I want to go home. (laughs) But anyway, you know, I have that. And then my daily one, I ask seven questions every single day. To make myself more aware of my present condition. Where it's just like, how am I feeling today? Like, what's my energy level? What do I want to get done today? What, you know, three things do I absolutely have to get done? Um, You know, and it kind of blends together between the weekly and the daily. But at the same time, you know, I ask the question, you know, what am I grateful for? What's one thing I'm grateful for? What is one thing that I learned? And more importantly... What could have made yesterday better? And then lastly, I have a spot for like, you know, free notes. So it's just like, what what else would you tell me about today? If I was talking to a friend, how would you describe the day? And it's making me more aware of the world, not even just myself, but the world around me. Because let's be real, friends. We have just survived holiday season 2023. And let me know if this describes you or someone that you know. But during the holidays, we're a little bit more pressed for time. We're a little bit more pressed for cash. Stress in general is through the roof. All right. You know, sometimes you have to run home and make a Thanksgiving meal because you promised, you know, your family you'd be there by, I don't know, six o'clock and you get off at five and you're like, fuck, I got to cook the turkey still. So you, you know, race back home and you cut off a bunch of people on the way back home and they're flipping you off and honking their horns and you're flipping them off and honking your horn and just really, it is just nothing but pure hate. (laughs) It's your cruising down the road, highway to hell blasting, you know, just to get yourself in a decent headspace. But anyway, you're stressed to high hell. You take it out on other people. You know, or maybe you're out and about and there's an older woman that's screaming bloody hell because, you know, she can't get $5 off a $3,000, you know, computer. And she's, you know, causing a holdup. You know, the Karens and the Kens of society, okay? Mahoro approached me about this. Mahoro wanted me to talk about... You know, boys being boys. The assholish behavior that goes on society and kind of gets, you know, pushed aside because really what can you do? There's, it's not like it's illegal not to be, or it's illegal to be an asshole. And, you know, what kind of things have I experienced and what kind of things have, you know, could we recommend about that? And, you know, I had to I had to sit on that for a little bit. That's part of the reason why I didn't do a podcast last week. Other part of it was just because I was sick and busy and ugh, it did not it did not go well. <laughs> all that to say, um, you know, I wanted to take a week to really get my head wrapped around it. And it wasn't until the week that, you know, last week's episode was supposed to go out that I had a perfect example. 
Now, from Mahoro's side of it, she told me that she, you know, had a couple of coworkers or had a boss say that some of her coworkers should be, you know, intoxicated and abused, to say it nicely, because of their work performance or something akin to those lines. You know, I might not be remembering it 100% and Mahoro, if I'm getting that story wrong, I apologize. But essentially, it's something completely inappropriate that a boss should never say about coworkers. And, you know, in the moment, it may be them trying to be funny and trying to alleviate a situation, but it's not correct. You know, and it's like, it's, you, when you have somebody of authority, when you have somebody that you're supposed to be reporting to, and they're just making like a complete ass of themselves by talking shit about somebody else, it makes you kind of look at them and be like, what the fuck are you on about? It makes you kind of doubt them a little bit. Now, I, myself, hadn't had a good experience And really, this isn't a good experience, but I couldn't contextualize this prior to when we were talking about, you know, just boys being boys until the weekend that we were supposed to, or that uh, last week's podcast episode was supposed to go live. The Fox wife and I are walking around a college town. You know, we, we love to explore. We love to get out and see new places and be a part of different communities and really just see how different people, you know, work and live and how the housing market's looking out there but all that to say we went off to a nearby college town that's pretty popular if you're familiar with the university of georgia and in that the vibes were terrible absolutely fucking terrible it felt like people were glaring you down left and right but the worst part of it was and honey i'm sorry to say this to you know bring this all back up because i know you don't like this story But the worst part of it was we were walking together. We were just walking down the street hand in hand. We had just walked out of the smallest Target I've ever seen. Like, seriously, no. There was a Target that was basically the size of a CVS pharmacy, you know, built within buildings. So you had, like, it had all the essentials, I guess, like a massive beer wall for some reason. Well, it's a college town. It all makes sense now that I say that. But... You know, they have all the essentials there, but we just walked out of there, you know, amazed and amused. (laughs) There's this Ford F-150 that comes driving down the side, and this dipshit is hanging out of the passenger side in the back. And he's like, hey, would you have my kids? Hey, would you have my kids? Like, literally back to back. And as they get further down the line, the dude just looks back and bellows, fuck you, I've never, never, in any of my time, imagined that somebody would have the fucking gall to say that, let alone to a woman walking down the street, but a woman walking with her fiancé, I might add. And at first, I'm going to be real, at first, I didn't know if he was talking to us. And it didn't come to, you know, after the fuck you, that it realized, then I realized, like, oh, he's talking to us. And then I'm like, oh, no, he's not talking to us, he's talking to her. Oh, I got angry real quick. But, again, idiot driving down, by the time I realized it, It was already said and over, and anything I did to perpetuate that even further would have came against me. And that was not something I was going to do to my fiancé, because let's be fair, if I got arrested out there because I decided to fight some fucking idiot, you know, it would only make the matters worse. And unfortunately, you know, it did. It put a massive damper on our day. Did we still have fun throughout the rest of the day once we got away from that place? I think so. But... At the same merit, you know, it really just opened my eye to, open my eye, like I only have one, open my eyes to, you know, the kind of bullshit that people just say and do and get away with. You know, here's another example. So I was walking, I was leaving Walmart, all right? I stopped off to get some groceries 
And as I was walking out, I had somebody behind me. And this woman is walking past me and this person who's behind me. And, you know, as I'm walking, I just hear this dude go, hey, beautiful, what's going on? And, you know, it's weird. It's fucking weird. Because, you know, she just looks at him funny. At first, she looks at me like I said it because I had a mask on. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, bro. <laughs> Like, they just, they just have Snickers, <laughs> or no, I, I got a Reese's Fast Break, I'm like, bro, I just have, like, some candy, <laughs> I'm picking, I'm picking up some small stuff, like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, and then she looks at the guy behind me, and she just kind of scoffs, and then walks off, and he's like, man, whatever, fuck you, I'm just like, how is that okay, now, did I turn, I'm going to be entirely honest with you, did I turn around and say, hey man, you shouldn't be talking like that? No, I didn't. I will be entirely honest, and I'm kind of, you know, I kind of failed what I'm about to advise you guys on, because, you know, I made the excuse, I'm like, well, I don't know them, they don't know me, it's cold as shit, I just want to get back to the car, and get back home. And granted, what I'm going to tell you here too, is... You don't always have to stand up and be, you know, the ally of justice in this, okay? Because, let's be fair, a lot of these microaggressions, these small things that just happen, you don't need to rush to be a savior or anything like that. Some people actually take offense to that. But what I want to encourage here is if you continuously see it happen, if you continuously are in, for example, in your workplace, if you hear this kind of bullshit where bosses are saying, oh man, they're so fucking stupid, blah, 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 and they're talking down about people when they're not here to defend themselves, bro, that's the point where you come up and you say, hey, let's not do, let's not talk about that. Let's not do that. Because unfortunately, when you have these bosses of, and people of higher power, again, talking lesser of other people, you are instilling something into anybody who talks to that boss about that person who they haven't met, you know? And I want to encourage you, too, that if you have heard somebody talking badly about someone else, don't allow that to damper your expectations of that person. I know it's a hard thing to do, but really just take, like, move the biasness aside, you know, or the biases aside, and go into every meeting with an open mind and an open heart. Because the thing is, is sometimes you find out that people talk shit about people because they have some kind of beef. And you don't want to perpetuate that even further, do you? You don't want to get involved in someone else's drama, do you? You know, and be a savior in yourself. If that makes sense, you know, lead by example, you know, again, I'm not saying like, cause I couldn't do it. I can't tell you to go out and be like, Hey, every time you hear a microaggression, stop them and be like, Hey, actually that's really fucked up. However, at the same time, I want you to be a person of change and say, Hey, you know what? That person talked terribly to somebody. The next time I see somebody, maybe I treat them a little bit better. And I instill a little bit of kindness into the world compared to the kindness that was stolen away from it. It's hard, dude. It is incredibly hard. Because, you know, unfortunately, this shit happens left, right, left, right. You know, you're driving down the road. You see somebody, you know... Cut somebody else off. And horns are blaring. Hands are thrown up. Okay. You can't change that. Unfortunately you don't have the power to change that. You can't pick up their cars like they're Hot Wheels. And move them around like they should. However. There is something you can do. And that is going forward. You leave space in front of your car. And you give people who are merging in front of you. A little more leniency. Because unfortunately, accidents do happen, and you shouldn't respond to it in aggression. Because unfortunately, the more you perpetuate on aggression, the more it continues to grow on and on and on. And you just start acting out in aggression instead of yourself. 
Because I truly believe that you yourself do not necessarily believe in the aggressions that you're doing when you're in the middle of it. And you know how it is. When you get heated, when you get pissed off, when you're mad about something, sometimes you say something that you're going to regret. And it's stupid because, you know, you don't mean it during the time. It just slips. You know, sometimes you're stressed. Sometimes you're, you know, confused. You're unsure what to do. And you just blurt something out or you do something and it ends up making things worse. Now, I'm not telling you right now to not do anything. You know, if somebody is harassing you, do defend yourself. But don't take it a step above. Like, match your aggressor. Don't go down to their level. Don't go down deeper than them. Stop where you can. Break away where you can. Because... Here's the thing about negativity. It needs more negativity to grow. Consider it like a pet, you know, or an animal of sorts. Negativity cannot grow in positive environments. You know, we can keep a little bit of negativity with us, but it's looking for an opportunity to grow and consume us. You know, I believe that we as, you know, humans sometimes self-inflict our own negativity to make ourselves feel worse. And I know that really doesn't make a bunch of sense. But what I mean by that is when we are in a bad state of mind, we sit there and we, you know, try and find more negative things to grasp onto because any rational person who's like, oh, shit. I'm hurting, I should stop. Like, that's the rational response. But sometimes when we're hurting, we just want to go deeper and deeper and push people away from us because we think that we're impacting them when in reality, we're just hurting ourselves even more. We're denying ourselves the care that somebody else is trying to give. And I get it. Sometimes you need to have your space. But there's a proper way to do it. There's a difference between going some or going at somebody and saying, fuck you, you don't understand me, get away from me, to, I'm sorry, I don't want to talk right now. We can talk about this at another date. And again, I understand that sometimes you slip. Sometimes you let that aggression, that negativity carry through. But that, and that shouldn't be the reason why you crucify yourself either. You know, don't sit there and beat yourself up and be like, oh my God, I can't believe I've done this. Realize that you did it and figure out a way to stop yourself before you get to that point. Because I'll be honest with you, one of my New Year's resolutions in being more aware of myself and how I'm feeling and the environment around me is allowing myself to get mad when I'm mad. And instead of, you know, passing it off laissez-faire, laissez-faire, whatever, just being able to log it, categorize it, and say, okay, I understand why I'm mad. So that way when I go up to that person again and have another conversation with them, I'm not carrying that aggression. I'm not carrying that, oh man, you know, I had a terrible conversation with them last time. It's going to carry on here. I want to approach every conversation as fair. Do I remember that it happened? Yes. Do I use that to steal myself a little bit? Of course. But I don't allow it to impact me to the level that did the time before. And in that, I want you to listen to all these, you know, toxic behaviors. The boys will be boys of the world. And realize how they happen and what causes them and what you can do in return to make a change. You know, for example, if there's aggression, if there's bullying, for example, where, you know, it gets downplayed, it gets even encouraged, where both the perpetrator and the victim are suffering long-term negative consequences of it all. 
you really got to look and say, hey, well, how are we getting to that point? And break it up before then. You know, engage in conversations with people that are bullying. You know, be like, hey, why are you talking about that person like that? And give them the opportunity to see, oh shit, give them the mirror moment. Hold up, almost as if you're holding up a mirror to them and be like, hey, why the fuck are you doing this? Maybe that in itself is just like, oh shit, I didn't realize I was raising my voice. You know? Because that's the thing with people, dude, is sometimes we act out in a certain kind of way and we don't realize it because we're feeling a certain kind of way. You know, it, I catch myself doing it sometimes where I'm driving, I am trying to, you know, get home after a long day from work, or maybe I'm out with the Fox wife and somebody cut me off and I'm already mad. And then somebody else does something stupid and I, you know, flip a gesture. I'm not a saint by any means, dude. And I've driven in Atlanta traffic for a long fucking time. So, you know, I... I always joke about giving myself the excuse of, well, I've survived all this. I can throw a couple of birds here and there. But that's not right. I realize that's wrong. You know, because maybe the person that did it, it was a complete accident. And then all of a sudden, I've pissed them off. And now they're racing against me because they think they have something to prove. Like, that I was the one who was the idiot. No! You know, I will prove you wrong. And then, you know, accidents happen later on, and it's all just a terrible fucking time. I want you to take time. And, you know, it's not an excuse. You can't excuse people for being angry. You can't excuse people for the way they act. Because, unfortunately, you know, it would kind of abolish every single law in our system. To be like, oh, sorry, officer, I was speeding because I was pissed off because I got laid off at work. You know, that doesn't that doesn't get you a free ride, you know? But that said, you should try and be a little bit more compassionate and more so, if anything, catch yourself if you start, you know, saying, like, repeating the same things that other people have said. Because, again, it only perpetuates it even further. You know? And if you see aggressions, bullying, or even somebody repressing their emotions for the sake of others, begin a conversation. Talk with that person. Or talk with yourself, even. You know, there's nothing wrong, and I think this is a fantastic way to just get some things off your chest, just by talking to yourself in the car. You know, I know it sounds weird, and I know it sounds, you know, bizarre, but... If you're driving, like, that's the thing. There was a study done not long ago where it's like we spend about four years of our lives in a car. You know, just based on total commute time and everything else. Like, if you think about it, some people spend probably eight hours a week, a whole shift, commuting. For me, for example, to get to and from work for me is typically... Anywhere from 20 to 45 minutes, depending on traffic. We'll multiply that by two. Now I'm sitting at, you know, 40 minutes to 85 minutes. I'm already an hour and a half, basically, down. Multiply that by four, because I go into the office four times a week. Let's just say that's, what, three hours in two days? Six hours? That's nearly a shift of me just driving. If traffic is bad the entire week. There's no reason why you can't take that time to have a conversation with yourself and to ground yourself and just be honest with yourself. Speak clearly. Speak true to yourself. Give yourself the room to complain about this, that, and the other. Because, really, there's no better time, you know? Or call a friend. Have a conversation with them, you know, if you need to talk to somebody about it. Or reach out to a professional, you know? Maybe you end up getting on with a therapist and saying, Hey, would it be possible for us to have our uh, sessions while I'm driving? I don't know how effective that will be, but 
the option is out there. And I think a good therapist would respect that. If you can't sit down and, you know, do an hour conversation. You know, that's the cool thing about our phones is when you do these video calls, when you have to do teams and that kind of shit to get the help that you need, you can do it kind of from everywhere. Obviously set it up before you go. I'm not telling you to, you know, be typing or texting while you're driving. Plumescast does not support that. Please do not send any big lawyer man towards me. I am currently paying off a lot of debt. (laughs) I do not have the legal funds to defend myself. (laughs) But all that to say, you know, give yourself the peace and mind to be honest with yourself and maybe even figure out like do these kinds of questions that make you think like hey how could this day have been better you know what things like my daily questions and ground yourself take your time to figure yourself out and you know i think you'll find that you're in a lot better spot than what you really thought originally and then when you're at those better spots You can do the right things, you know, say for example, again, you know, to reuse my Walmart example, where the guy came up behind me, kind of cat called, there's no kind of about it, he cat called the woman that was walking in front of us. If I was walking in the same direction of that woman, maybe I stop, like reach over and be like, hey, you okay? Like that was fucked. And then, you know, make a quick joke about it and walk away. That's it. You know? And again, you don't have to... You don't always have to feel like you need to step out and talk to strangers. If you're not comfortable with that, that's not you. That's not your responsibility. However, it is your responsibility if you're out with friends. And they're the ones calling out to people and being like, Hey, what's up, sugar tits? Oh, man, I love to milk those milkers. You know, don't don't be around those people. It's not cool. It's not hip. That just made me sound like I'm in, from the fucking 80s. But, you know, it's worth the decline in social repu- reputa- reputation. Reputation, that's the word. God bless. But, you know, that's the thing. You talk to your friends about this on the side and be like, hey, that's not cool. You know? And this even goes a step for- like further than this. You know, when talking about microaggressions, there's... Even further than that, discrimination and bias. You know, talking about accountability, talking about some of the masculinity bullshit that goes along too. You know, in a completely left side field of things where a guy will just be honest or a guy will just be like, I can't show my emotions like that. I can't cry in front of people. I can't do this. I can't do that. You know, the notion of crying in public because it's, you know, not manly. Dude, challenge that absolutely challenge that and let your homies cry to you. I know I have been so much happier because I stopped giving a fuck when I'm at a movie and I cry. I tear up. Who fucking cares? I'm a human. You know, when I was playing Lies of P on stream, I started crying because there were characters that were getting off left and right. And I was just like, God... Fuck, am I really doing the right thing? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? How could this have happened? So on and so forth. Why should you apologize for a normal human emotion? And Mahoro even brought that up. Because I was sitting there, I'm like, God, I'm sorry guys, I shouldn't be crying. And she was like, bro, who cares? You're human. Look, a lot of this too comes down to... Like, if we want to talk about being the source of change in all this, like I'm encouraging you to do, it is up to us as a society to call out these things when we see these things happen. Where we can, of course. More importantly, it's better to live without those be the upstanding role models that we know we all can be, then we can start, you know, attacking the negativity. And again, you don't have to criticize someone to the fullest degree if they make a mistake. 
it's important to keep mind of it. You know, again, maybe you're out driving with a friend, you know, and this is the most common one that I can think of, but it's the most accurate one. You're out driving with a friend. They get a little too angry. They start cussing about this, that, and the other. And maybe they say some things about the other person that they don't entirely mean. You know, that doesn't give you the excuse, or rather, that shouldn't be the reason you stop hanging out with that person, you know, off the first offense. But in the same merit, you absolutely should keep in mind of it and just be like, hey, man, that that wasn't cool. Like, why'd you have to go on that whole tri-raid? It's not worth it. You know, that person's never going to hear it. And then, you know, maybe you find out, and like, that's the thing, you engage in the conversation, you start the conversation, you start the education, maybe you find out something that their parents said, you know, early on, and you educate them, and say, hey, that's not cool, just because somebody else said it doesn't mean that's legitimate, and you know, you can do this without being an asshole, you know, it was something that the Fox wife and I were talking about the other day, where she's like, you know, when I get a new gig, I can't be the cool boss, like, what do you mean? You absolutely can be the cool boss. And she's like, no, people will take advantage of me and will continue to, you know, basically abuse my kindness. And I looked at her at one point, I'm like, babe, you know, I understand the concern. I get it because I'm, I would consider myself the chill administrator where I bend the rules at times to make things easier for people. With the understanding that, hey, if I'm doing this for you, you need to do this, that, and the other for me. And in that, you know, we talked about, you need to communicate that respect. And if somebody's not respecting you, then you take away the privilege. You know, you, and like, that's the thing. You don't have to be an asshole about it and be like, you've disrespected me 30 times. I'm now disrespecting you. No, you just pull them to the side. Be like, hey. I want to be real with you. You know, I've kept you... Like, don't even be like, I've kept you out of trouble. Just be like, hey, you know, we've talked about this a number of times. How can I help you? How can I help you understand this? How can, you know, I be the best help I can be to you? When you approach it as giving somebody an opportunity, not only to defend themselves, but to be true to themselves... You garner a lot more respect. It's, and it's hard. It's hard to say that during, you know, these current days and ages where somebody can be canceled online because of something they said and all of a sudden you just have a whole hate crowd just canceling you left and right. You know, it's, it's more, you know, a weird I guess is the proper term for it in this modern day where you don't always have that ability to, you know, come out and be like, hey, no, this is what really happened. Because unfortunately, some of the damage is already done when that happens. But that is the way you ought to approach drama. Unfortunately, some people just want drama left and right and they just will perpetuate the bullshit or talk shit about people. And it's one of those things that you should come out and be like, hey, why are you doing that? Especially to mutuals and shit. And if you have friends who are just stirring the pot continuously, dude, you don't need to be friends with them. You can try and have a conversation with them and be like, why are you doing this? Like, what what brings you joy about this? But it's not on you to fix the world. It unfortunately isn't on anybody to... Uh, you know, be the person that stops the person behind you that says the stupid shit and be like, why the fuck did you say that? It's not on anybody. That's why I'm, you know, even though I started this whole podcast off by saying, yeah, I'm telling you to do something that I couldn't do. It's not, it wasn't my responsibility in that time to turn around and be like, excuse me. You know, it's not. And it's unfair to expect yourself to be that kind of way. But, in that merit, in that same time, you can do everything to get yourself away from those people if they are already in your circle. Or they have the possibility of being in your circle, then fuck it. Push them away. 
You may end up saying goodbye to some friends along the way, but I guarantee you they ain't worth it. And you know, as we talk about assumptions that people make based off of, you know, your looks, your race, everything else, you kind of dodge that a little bit when you don't surround yourself by toxic friends. You know, when it's one of those things where it's like, oh, well, I saw you talking to Johnny Two-Shoes, and Johnny Two-Shoes is a bitch. You know, because he's got them two shoes. So that must make you a bitch, Jimmy One-Shoe. And (laughs) And it's terrible that, unfortunately, a lot of our society looks at everything else before the problem. Before the actual core problem. Or will perpetuate something instead of addressing the problem at hand. But that's where we come in. That's where I hope the podcast comes in. And where I hope to circle it all back around that you take this podcast episode and you use it to, you know, ground yourself a little bit more. Use it to, you know, make yourself more accountable for the ways you're feeling. And give yourself the honesty of saying, you know what, I stepped down line, I said something I shouldn't have, and be accountable for it. Be honest, don't avoid the problem if you can. Like, if you were the one who said something fucked up to somebody, or talking shit about somebody else, then own up to it. You know, unfortunately, as humans, we hate confrontation. It's a natural thing. I don't think anybody likes confrontation in any set of degree. But unfortunately, sometimes you got to go up to it and be like, you know, hey, listen, I'm sorry to say this, but I said this about you. You know, I just want you to know if you hear it around the water cooler, like this came from me and I just apologize. I will talk to the people that I said this to and apologize and rescind that comment. I was just in a bad space and unfortunately, it doesn't excuse my actions. But you, owe, I owe you an apology based on the way I've acted. There you go. Unfortunately, society doesn't always work like that. But in the case of the people you have wronged, I want you to remember those. Maybe you were the bully back in the day. I want you to remember the people you have wronged. And use that as the precedence and the starting point of you... Helping more people. You know, I don't want you to be a martyr by any means. But I want you to think for every one person... Like, if you were the bully back in the day. For every person that I made fun of. I want to be kind to two more people. And be the change that you want to see in the world. I think that in itself should always be a New Year's resolution. And one that we as humanity should strive for. Will it happen? You know, will we incur? And like, that's the thing too. Again, is... And I want to bring this all to one big closure moment too. To really make you think of how much your words have an impact on people. But let's say you have kids. Okay? Let's say you have kids and you badmouth the teacher. You know, you badmouth your kid's teacher because, you know, they messed up on an assignment, they were late to a meeting, so on and so forth, they wasted your time, and you just talk shit. And your kid hears that. And all of a sudden, your kid is now carrying some precognition about that teacher. And it turns out, you know, they end up getting in trouble because of something you said. And you end up blaming the teacher again. Because there's no way in hell your perfect child could ever do anything wrong. The teacher must have it out for you. And you just spin it and spin it and spin it. When really, as a parent, if your child hears you say something like that, you should take responsibility and sit down and say, Hey, dad fucked up. Well, don't say that. Otherwise, your kid's going to be like, Yeah, my dad fucked up. (laughs) You know, just be honest and be like, I made a mistake. Because being honest and admitting your fault, especially to somebody that secondhandly 
learns from you or gets an impression from you means a lot more. You know, it shows that, hey, you know, maybe dad isn't always correct at times, but when he isn't correct, he makes up for it. That's the human you ought to strive to be, son and daughter and whoever wants to listen to this podcast. And if, you know, in the years in the future, if I get taken out and my kids are listening to Plumescast to get dad's per- dad man's pearls of wisdom. Oh, God, that, that just got dark real quick. <laughs> Oh shit. Uh, hmm. <laughs> you know what the fuck it? Honestly. Like I would hope that never happens. I hope to get that I get to live a full fulfilling life with the people that I love and care about and I'm able to build a community of like-minded people who, you know, genuinely want to see the world change for the better. But if that's the way life goes and I left my mark on the world by leaving what, 69 podcast episodes, 68 at this point, then it is what it is. I'm happy for doing it. Again, it goes back to our conversation of time much earlier on in the podcast episode, where unfortunately we don't have all the time in the world to do everything we want to do. But at the same time, we make the best use of it, and we're proud of what we spend our time on, even if that's just fucking rotting on TikTok. You know? Give yourself the ability to relax. Give yourself the time to rest. So on and so forth. And all of a sudden, everything feels a little bit better. You don't resent yourself for the time that you spent on TikTok enjoying yourself. When you weren't improving yourself. Fuck that. You gave yourself time to rest. And you helped prevent yourself from burning out a little bit, too. But that's a conversation for another day. And I think I have talked my piece ad nauseum. So I think I should end things off here. But remember, you can find me in the night skies across different platforms. You've got Phantasma Blooms on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. You can listen to Plumescast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube in the form of pods. Or, or, ah, and you can email the show directly by sending it to plumescast at gmail.com. Or if the podcast is enough plumes for you, find more topics such as technology and book reviews over at phantasmagoriaofplumes.blogspot.com. That URL one more time, phantasmagoriaofplumes.blogspot.com. Guys, thank you all so much for listening in, and as always, I'll talk to you again from the stars very soon. Until next time, everyone, and be the best you you can be. I know you can do it. Bye-bye!